How you doing, everybody? It is your guy, Taz the Angel, here with more car talk. Good conversation you can ride to. And today's episode is the first episode done not in the car. Uh, and there's a couple reasons. One, uh, I'm getting one of my vehicles fixed on. Uh, and two, I cannot find my ring light. And I have an episode that I've recently recorded. I have not edited it. Edited it. Yeah. I've not done the editing on it. <laughs> yeah, I get weird with some words, man. Y'all know how I am. Because uh, I try to say them, you know, the right way. So, edited it. You see what I'm saying? Edited it. So, either way. I've not done the editing on it. Um, but be on the lookout for it. Because it's going to be the continuation of my Making Progress series. And it's going to be entitled, The Push I'm sorry, the kick slide concept. Um, and my offensive linemen and some other um, football players, my, my athletes, they know what that is. That's uh, an offensive line technique, but you'll learn more about that and how it applies to our lives uh, later on when you watch the episode, when I post the episode. But either way, uh, so today... Like I said, I couldn't find my ring light. I didn't really want it to be all dark, but I also kind of felt like this was a time-sensitive uh, conversation. Uh, before we get into it, thank you for all of the support, all of the likes, all of the comments, shares, subscribes, um, reposts, uh, screen record, and posts on your page. Like all the forms of uh, support that that you guys are doing. Uh, I thank you for it. Um, I have to work on the arms. I started getting bad about that again. I've worked on it for a while, but I got to get back on that. So, our first sponsor is um, Lone Star Platinum Auto Glass, where we are a full service windshield repair service. Uh, we do not do replacements as of now. Mainly because the mission of Lone Star Platinum Auto Glass is to stop you from needing to go through a replacement. The whole process of uh, shopping around, calling your insurance, paying a $500 deductible, and having that as a claim on your insurance to avoid all of those things, we're here to try to just get that repaired to where you don't need a replacement. So feel free to call and or text us. Texting is preferred because it's easier to maintain traceability, appointments, names, all of these things. Uh, at 940-539-5912. Again, 940-539-5912. Also, um, go to my YouTube, my gaming YouTube channel, which is Gaming with Taz, T-A-Z-Z. Check out my streaming channel. I do my live streams. The game that I'm currently live streaming is The Walking Dead, the Telltale series. Um, I'm broadcasting that uh, live and posting it, of course. I have um, streams with Grand Theft Auto Online, uh, The Division 2, Uncharted, uh, The Avengers, man, uh, some UFC videos uh, i have a lot of different games that i stream i have some skyrim videos as well so go over there to my gaming channel on youtube gaming with taz hit that subscribe button catch up on some of my content and then hey let's go to that channel as well but now to get to the topic and why i believe that it's time sensitive um it's going to be this episode is going to be discussing the oscars and the Will Smith, Chris Rock situation. Now, I know we have all uh, heard a bunch of different things about this scenario. And I wanted to go ahead and speak on it now before it got too, too way down and too overly saturated with uh, this content. Because I don't want to really focus just on the, the, the people. Excuse me. I, I want to use the situation as a catalyst for um, a more important, in my opinion, conversation. So, um, 
I, I'm going to do this just to cover basis, but for those of you who may not know, um, Will Smith and Chris Rock uh, had a situation at the Oscars this year where Chris Rock made what he believed to be uh, a harmless joke about Jada. Initially, both Jada and Will uh, laughed at it, but then Jada had this expression of unsatisfaction or dissatisfaction. She didn't like it. And Will Smith walked up on stage live broadcast, broadcasting to millions of people and slapped Chris Rock in the face, physically assaulted him, and then walked back to his seat and screamed, keep my wife's name out of your effing mouth. He screamed that out twice. Now, I mentioned that part, too, because there are uh, codes of conduct to be in the academy and to attend those events and to be on the front stage, like, um, or, or in the front rows, not the front stage, but in the front rows. Um, there's a lot of stuff that comes along with that. And assault and yelling profane language is definitely a breach of several different codes so uh i'm going to address some of the the different things that i have heard people say one uh was most championed from my observation uh by the women and some men have also uh, a good amount of men have also had this uh, thought process but i still disagree with it uh for both um and that mindset was he was protecting his his wife, defending her honor. Um, there was nothing to protect her from. She was not in any danger. So to say that he walked all the way down the stage to slap a man and then walk all the way back to his seat, that was not a form of protection. To protect someone is to shield them from danger or impending danger, but danger nonetheless. And a man who says one line about you and then quickly moves towards a next subject is not someone who's endangering you. Chris Rock was not endangering anyone in that moment. Um, so I don't agree with the the fact that people said that he was defending her. Or I'm, I'm sorry, protecting her, not defending. That he was protecting her. Uh, saying that... Um, He's, we don't know how she feels and the stuff that goes on at home that he has to see the pain that she's dealing with I agree that we don't know that um, I also believe that we don't know that that's happening we don't know that she is at home crying or upset about the skin condition she has also um, done a video where she said specifically um, I don't care what anybody says about this bald head of mine because guess what? I love it. Well, if you love it, then you have taken, if you truly love it, in my opinion, then you have also uh, made peace with the fact that people outside of you are going to say things about it because it's life. All of us have been teased for something. I'm a huge person. I'm 6'5". I was up to 425 pounds. This is my, I guess it's my uh, update for you guys on the weight loss. I am currently 395 pounds now, so I have lost 30 pounds. We have 20 more to go before the end of the seat, uh, end of the summer, I'm sorry. Oh wait, no, I said the end of June. So this is the beginning of April. We have April, May, and the month of June to lose at the remaining 50. And from July to then December, I want another 50. But, um, so yeah. Um, because I'm so large, random people will come up to me and say, hey, you must have played football somewhere. Hey, you must have, did you play football? Are you in the league? You should play for this, the, the Cowboys for us because I live in Texas. You should play, be on the Cowboys and help us win the Super Bowl. Like, I mean, in all actuality, do you think I would turn down millions of dollars to play football? Like, if I could have done that, you wouldn't be seeing me walking around your neighborhood Walmart, okay? Uh, that's just not... Well, I, honestly, if I was multimillionaire, I'd probably walk around my Walmart. Not even gonna lie, because 
and this ain't no no advertisement to to that store. I'm gonna just say that store for now. But I, I do quite a bit of, of walking around and shopping there. But either way, back on topic. So with uh, my appearance, there are just things that I have to accept will catch people's attention. You know, and some people will, will talk about it. And if it's not with malicious intent, if they're not going out of their way to attack with their words, then I don't really allow it to bother me. A few years ago, um, I lost pigment, pigmentation, or I, I, I lost the pigment in my skin. And it was in this area, my cheeks, um, pause if necessary. I, I purposely did this to show what she was talking about. But my face, um, under my nose, there was a spot in the top of my head. Like there were different parts of my body where I lost pigmentation in my skin. And people asked about it. They weren't, they weren't being malicious with it and attacking me with their words. Um, but they were, they were interested, you know, Hey, what happened? Did you get burned? Um, did, did something happen? Cause it, it happened once, uh, before when I was in college at Alcorn, uh, state university, the great Alcorn state university. But when I was in school there, it happened, uh, but it went away on its own. I had gone to actually, no, I went to a dermatologist and I got, some samples of a uh, topical cream and I'm gonna get back on top of it. I got a sample of topical cream, used it for about two weeks and it went away. Um, so yeah, and it came back and was, it progressed further. And to this day, I don't know what it was or how it happened because when it came back, I didn't have insurance. Uh, so I didn't want to make a specialist appointment like that with dermatologists, pay all that kind of stuff. So. Uh, but it went away on its own. But during the, the over a year that my face was like that, uh, several people asked me questions about it. Uh, even, you know, there were children that would walk up and ask. And sometimes, like, the parents would be like, oh, don't say that. You know, like, uh, you don't want to upset him. You know, they don't want to offend him. And I'm like, no, it's okay. They're, they're not going out of their way to be malicious. They're not trying to attack me. They're just interested. You know, and there's a... There's a similarity with this issue uh, to me that also mirrors a lot of people misusing the term racist. Uh, things can be racial and don't have to be racist. Like something as simple as saying um, the popular thing with black people is black people love fried chicken or watermelon or grape soda. Um, Hispanic people and Asian people love rice. Like if if a person mentions that and be like, you man, y'all love some rice, that's not a racist statement. It's racial because it's discussing something about that race. Um, but it's not racist because it's not saying you're less than because of it. So the joke that Chris Rock made was Jada, first of all he said, Jada, I love you. He led with that. Now we can we can go back and forth. People can we can all debate on if he was sincere or not. But just going off factually, what happened? He led with love. He said, "Jada, I love you." Um, what, what did he say? Um, GI Jane two can't wait to see you. Simple. Now GI Jane two. That wasn't a slouch. That was a woman who joined the military and like was doing work okay she was she was making moves it's not like he just you know attacked the baldness and was like hey i didn't know we had a um uh cue ball out and i'm just saying some i'm not saying this to go against i'm just giving some kind of just round smooth object statement he didn't he didn't say anything about like calling her uh, pool cue or some kind of ball or anything. He didn't say anything like in an attacking way. He put her in the same vein of a woman who accomplished a whole lot of stuff after she cut her hair. Because she had to cut her hair when she joined uh, whatever branch of the military she was in. I don't remember that. Weird. My dog just barked. He likes to. 
and coughed. He likes to run under the house sometimes. And uh, play. But he, he was over here and just barked one time. I'm not used to him just barking one time. Uh, and then, like I said, cough after. That's weird that he did that. I'm going to have to check on him uh, when I'm done with this. But to get back on topic, uh, he put her in the vein of a woman who, after she cut her hair, she achieved a whole lot of stuff. She, she accomplished a whole lot of stuff after her hair was no longer there. So, in all honesty... You can see a compliment in the joke, but you have to want to see it as a compliment or you have to be open to see it as a possible compliment instead of just seeing it as an attack. Um, it's to me like if he would have made a, a joke about Jada joining the Dora Milaje. If you don't know what the Dora Milaje is, that's the all-female military in the... Um, made up world of uh, Wakanda the the place where Black Panther um, is the continent of Wakanda I believe I say world because I'm talking about the world of Marvel but either way if he would have mentioned her like oh I didn't know you was joining Dora Milaje uh, good luck to you like that entire country was protected by those bald women so it's like yeah I'm mentioning the baldness but I'm also, at the same time, putting you in a position where you are useful, you are helpful, you are powerful. Like, see, that's what I'm more used to. The the multiple barks. I think I think somebody got hold to one down there. Like, I don't know if it's an armadillo, raccoon, possum, what. I believe something got hold to him because he let one bark out and then cough. Like, I, I think he was getting on it. But, um. Either way, um, yeah. So there, um, when you when you think about the fact that not just did he make a joke about being bald, when you think of the context of the joke and what that person embodied, that that could have been him jokingly giving you a compliment as well by saying you're a powerful woman who can. Uh, stick with men because she was in the GIJ was in the military with a, of course a whole bunch of men but she was right there with them she was working her butt off right there with them accomplishing stuff with them you know what I'm saying going on missions and stuff like she was doing everything with them she wasn't behind she wasn't a weak link like she was in the mix and separating herself from and improving past a lot of them you know what I'm saying so when when you look at that could that really be uh, uh, just uh, an attack where defense is needed? Also, it is understood that when you are in the front row of these types of shows, you're probably going to be the top of some of those jokes because it's always comedians who host these events because they want to, one, lighten the spirit of this event because it's a competition like this that though these award shows are really their super bowl these the, the people who are in movies this is their super bowl we're all going for i want the best actor i want the best supporting role like each one of those is its own game and when you get that trophy i mean that yeah that trophy it's the same thing as you get in the lombardi trophy a lombardi trophy good shot scope um that's the same thing as you get in a lombardi trophy or your own Super Bowl ring because that's that's an accomplishment that trophy because you know they hold it like that this is the trophy as they talking stuff like this is your this is your Super Bowl ring man so like being that this is a competition all of these people are competing against someone and they're there to lighten the mood and also too because you're the elite and the best of the best I'm gonna just throw jokes at you just to humanize you not even to knock you down or punch down as people like to say just to humanize you and be like hey yeah i know we've accomplished all these things i know you've accomplished all these things but we are people you know what i mean so it's to uh kind of provide a sense of humility through uh humor 
being in the front row, that's just going to happen, guys. I mean, look at any other award show where a comedian hosts. The, the guy, Ricky Gervais, rips people when he hosts. Like, he digs. Sometimes you can feel a little malicious intent behind those jokes. You could, you didn't see any any malicious intent behind those jokes, and neither did Will. Not just because he laughed. Also, Will, la- I mean, uh, Jada laughed as well. There's another angle showing her uh, behind her at an angle. When he made that joke, she actually laughed first, and then she uh, rolled her eyes and made that face. So that's not her only expression. She laughed first. And it wasn't just a, <laughs> it was a ha-ha, <laughs> like lean over, genuine laughter. Um, now you can say she faked it, actor type, all that kind of stuff, but all I like to go off is reality. What actually happened? What actually happened is when he made the joke, both of them laughed, including her. But, um, you know, when, when you have these types of situations, like I said, it, it has to me, to me, it goes on. Why did you do it? It's not just the what. The why is always important. And if you guys have been on this podcast or or follow me for a while, you know you've heard this multiple times before. It's all about the why. The what is is important and it's cool, but the main focus is the why. Because when you change the why, you change the what. Um, and the reason why I know Will Smith did not sense any malicious intent is bef- is two reasons. One, he genuinely laughed at the joke because he knew it was a joke not an attack two when he walked up there towards Chris Rock and slapped him at no point did Will Smith take a fighting stance, a fighter's stance? Now, I'm not saying Will Smith is a professional athlete or boxer or combat technician, but we all know for a fact that he has had training, combat training. Even if it's only for one film, which was um, when he played Muhammad Ali, what was it, Hurricane? Even if it's just for that, you know he's received some form of combat training. But you know it's been more than that. He's done more action films than just that. He Think about how rocked up he was in iRobot. Like, he's maintained a healthy physique through exercise and working out um, for the majority of his career. And, again, been in all kinds of action movies where he's had these different... Um, roles where he had to learn different uh, moves in combat and he didn't take a stance when he went up there he walked up to another grown man and slapped him in the face and before the slap and after the slap he never prepared for anything to come back to him he didn't he didn't have he didn't show that he was expecting to get hit first he didn't show that he was expecting to get hit back. He slapped that man and then turned his back to him and walked off. Why? Because he knew that there wasn't a genuine threat there. Now, I've heard a few people say it, and I, honestly, I agree with this, and I know we kind of throwing this guy in there, uh, even though he's not really a part of this, but I've heard people say that if it was instead of Chris Rock, if it was The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, who made that joke, would he have done the same thing, walked up there and slapped him? And I mean, we can't just predict the future, obviously, because no one predicted him slapping Chris Rock. But we can speculate. I will say, I will comfortably speculate that I don't think he would have walked up there and slapped The Rock like that, because... He knows that there will be something you either get hit before you get your hit off or after you get your hit off, you better be prepared for everything that's going to come after because there's going to be a lot to follow. But he knew that there was no malicious intent like that with Chris Rock, which is why he felt comfortable enough to slap him and walk off. So 
this, he was defending, I mean, he was protecting her. There was no danger. Um, we don't know how she felt. Her feelings are important. Her feelings are not important enough to slap a man for making what was honestly a light-spirited joke. And the reason why I can say her feelings are not that important is because that would not hold up in the court of law. What he did, Will Smith, was assault. Period. He assaulted that man. So because of that, if it's against the law, you don't have the right to do it. Simple. Now, of course, we can go back and forth with uh, legal doesn't always equal right. That's neither here nor there. Right now, he does not have the right to slap another human just because uh, something was said that he didn't really like. Because, again, it's illegal, which is why they ask, asked. You know how I'm with that word. If y'all have been on here for any point in time, you know how that word is with me. So just say, just deal with it. But that's why the police inquired uh, on if he wanted to press charges against Will Smith. Because guess what? There's no way he's getting out of the charge. You slap this man live in front of millions of witnesses. There's no way you're getting out of that. Now, of course, with him having the money and the affluence and influence that uh, he has, uh, he would probably get like a slap on the wrist because it's Will Smith. But still, something would have happened. So, um, and Kevin Samuels said something that I thought was interesting when people saying that he was defending her honor and all that. Um, Kevin Samuels asked, when does she ever protect his honor? When has she, when does she move like a woman who is honorable? Because she doesn't. She has constantly disrespected Will Smith on so many occasions. One of their conversations on the Red Table Talk um, he was saying how after the day the, the very first day after her 37th birthday he started planning or her 40th birthday so he planned it for 3 years 3 years he planned a party he said he had all these different people celebrities to show up Mary J. Blige all these different things and it was going to be like this grandiose expression of love from him to her uh, to get her out of her midlife crisis he said she was going through that so he wanted this to be the thing to pull her up help her get her out of that rut that she had been in for obviously quite some time and her response to him was this is the biggest exhibition of your ego that you've ever shown And even when Willow heard that, she was like, oof, the child, which parents stop putting your children in your, in your relationship business. It's not the place for them. And it only hurts everybody. Not just you, not just the child, not just, not just the person that you're gossiping to the child about. It hurts everybody because you alter the lens that that child sees through. So stop doing that, please. Please stop including your children in your relationship world. That's a boundary that just should not be crossed. But, you know, even when Willow heard that, when he said, she told me that, she said, ooh, she heard, like she felt just a, a modicum of the pain that he experienced from. Think about all the stuff he went through. And then he is so, in my opinion, delusional that he said, it crushed me because she was right. No, she wasn't. I don't think so. Because if I want to flex my ego, you know, there, there are way, way more ways. I just said like that because I was going to say, you know what I would do, but there are, there are a whole bunch of different, so I'm not going to get caught down that rabbit hole. Um, but 
she is not moved like a woman of, of honor. So what honor was he defending? We all know about the entanglement stuff and the, the obvious I've seen stuff. I'm not even going to you know go back and forth about that. I'm not even really going to mention it. But when has she moved with him as a woman of honor? This is a woman who the same child, Willow, when she was 11, year old, 11 years old, wrote a letter to Tupac saying, I wish you could come back, Tupac. My mom misses you so much. Uh, I really wish you could come back so me and my mom could be happy. Now, this girl wasn't even born when Tupac died. She never met him. So how does she know how much her mom misses him? Overstepping boundaries. And not only overstepping boundaries, but overstepping boundaries and putting down your partner while you're doing putting down your spouse while you're doing that has to stop guys that's one of the biggest reasons why the black home specifically why the black home is so broken because when one parent gets upset they go to their children and tell all the things that the other parent did from your perspective as you most likely being the victim or the one who was done incorrectly because you're not going to the child to hold yourself accountable. You're going to the child to be able to say everything you want to say unchallenged. You got to stop that, guys. Because now this child who had never met this man knows that you miss him and he would make you more happy or make you happier than your husband. Because she said... I wish you could come back so me and my mom could be happy. She was already married to Will. Of course, obviously. So, forget him and everything he's trying to do. Also, there was another video where um, he said that there was a period of time worth of 45 days straight. Jane woke up crying every single morning. And she said, uh, he said, I know because I kept a journal, first of all. This man cares enough about your feelings to document, to document your pain, to try to see what effects could help, what can make it better, what can. He journaled this. And she said, Oh, you must, you must not, you must miss some days. He then says, this was one of the hardest periods of my of our marriage because as a husband, you know, seeing her cry every day, I felt like I was failing. She just, sim Jada simply nods her head and says, mm-hmm. There's too much to unpack, I mean, to unpack its impact right now it's too much I just I, I can't I can't do it it's too much it will require too much time out of this podcast because y'all know I ramble and I go oh uh, here and there with the conversation sometimes but for her to say that he was he only he was failing he was failing even though he cared enough to try to get you things out, uh, do things to get you out of the rut, prepared three years for a party, journaled your feelings, journaled your feelings, not his feelings and how his day was, which is how most people journal. He journaled your feelings and where you were, but he's the failure. That's not healthy. Which is why we get the situation we got. Not to get off him. Charlemagne the God mentioned something that was um, very important to me. I believe it was very important. He said, everybody is talking about Will Smith and all the stuff that he's gone through. You know, these past few years. And he's gone through quite a bit. And that's just the stuff that we saw. That's just what we saw. Mm, that's just what we saw. He's gone through a lot. But on the other end, 
Chris Rock, a physically much more inferior guy, way shorter, way lighter, a fight between them two, you would just from the outside looking in, not saying this person has a special skill or done some low-key training that we didn't know about, just from the outside looking in, that's not a fair fight. Chris Rock, it pales in comparison to Will Smith's physique. And I'm not saying that like Will Smith is just some Greek god, but he is over six feet, over 200 pounds, if I'm not mistaken, and very solid. And he knows how to how to throw his punches again. He's he's trained. So this man, Chris Rock, gave us a show called Everybody Hates Chris where he discusses all the times as a child and as a, as when he was younger of him getting bullied all the time. Fast forward almost, I'll just say an over 50 year old man. I don't want to say almost 60 because I don't know the exact age, but a man who is over 50 years old who talked about getting bullied so much as a child gets slapped in his face in front of millions of people and is expected to just keep going. Tyler Perry, Denzel, multiple people rush up to talk to Will Smith and he just got slapped and ignored. And there's a video there's a video of Chris Rock standing on the side after he was hit and nobody was really tending to him and you could see the flurry of emotion the confusion the hurt the lostness you could see it all on his face and I know that I'll probably never even be in the same room as Chris Rock. And I know he's a grown man. I know he's like almost my dad's age. But I wanted to hug him so bad. Just to provide some form of comfort. It affects me a lot because I'm so tired of our men. I'm so tired of black men having to get hit and just keep going. Having to get slapped in front of millions of people and feel completely powerless and just have to keep talking like nothing ever happened. Having to keep the show running because the show is what's important. And, you know, if you just look at like my social media and all that, you wouldn't know, but I appreciate Chris Rock as a man not for this not just for this moment but I don't even really watch Chris Rock's comedy all that much uh, because it's not my preferred style but I listen to him speak I watch his interviews I listen to him so I appreciate Chris Rock the man not just a comedian and to see someone that I respect who is in like the the top tier of comedy royalty like he's up there to see one of the giants in his field just get slapped and nobody even check on them security don't come and do anything uh, the people who come and have the conversation have a conversation with him and then even when Will Smith 
uh, apologized. He, he apologized to the academy and all that. It took him an entire another day before he apologized to Chris. And that's just not right, man. And I also, I'm also tired of men being so beat down with life that they just snap. I'm sad for both of them. Not like I don't have my own situations and things that I'm dealing with, but I'm sad for both of them because of what they're going through. Chris Rock has children, man. These kids watch their dad get slapped. You don't think that they're hearing that at school? You don't think that they could be getting teased and talked about and joked on now? The same people who you slap him for a joke that was not malicious. But now his children are probably getting joked on and it is malicious because of your actions. Which is why we have to stop advocating for emotional responses, emotional reactions. We have to stop advocating for that. If you, if your mind leads with, I just feel like, well, if he felt like, if you lead with, I feel like, then more than likely you were wrong. Because you're not supposed to make decisions or move out of your emotions. You're supposed to factor them into your decision, but you're not supposed to make a decision based on them. Even the Bible says it's not a sin to, to anger. It says be slow to anger. But the sin is not being angry. The sin is acting out of anger. <sighs> so, what about Christmas? So many people have checked up on Will and talked about his pain and Chris Rock did a, a special talking about how his divorce affected him recently. Like within the last couple of years, last few years. He has stuff that he's dealing with too. His marriage didn't last though. See, Will Smith, he's dealing with a whole lot of stuff and a lot of people say he should leave. It's never my it's never my place to tell a person where they should stay or leave. Unless I know that there's like literal danger, like you're getting beat up or, you know, like abuse. Like when I know that there's something like that, then yeah, you know, get up out of there. But if it's just disputes, it's not my place as a person outside of that marriage to say you leave that marriage. It's not it's not any of our places to tell a person to leave their marriage if they're not in immediate danger. If it's just disputes or not seeing eye to eye or whatever the case may be. It's not our place to tell them to leave because it's their life. They're the ones who are going to have to sleep alone, get used to that. They're the ones who are going to have to get used to cooking a different way. Maybe they're used to cooking big old meals for families. Now it's just one. They're going to have to get used to a whole lot of things. So do not tell them those things if you're not willing to step in and help them all the time through that transition. If you're not willing to be the person to replace the loss that they're feeling, not just being like in a relationship with them, but making sure they don't feel alone anymore, making sure they don't have to start eating alone. If you're not the person to want to get in there and stop them from having to deal with that, then don't recommend that at all because it's not your place because it doesn't affect you. So um, people have said that he needs to leave and all that, but guess what? Through all the stuff that they've experienced in their marriage, all the stuff that's that we've seen, that we haven't seen, all of these things, guess what? They still married though. They they're still going. Where they going, hey, it ain't my decision to say. But they going. Chris Rock lost his. His marriage was broken. Having to adjust to all of that. So, in summary, because I'm going to go ahead and end it now. In summary, uh, Will Smith was wrong for physically assaulting him. And 
if he would have done this, walked up there and did what Chris Rock expected him to do, which was get the microphone and talk because they're both entertainers. He expected entertainment, not uh, abuse. <clears throat> if Will Smith would have grabbed that microphone and said, um, hey guys, my wife is dealing with a condition that's very serious to her, is affecting her, and it's a sensitive subject. We will both appreciate it moving forward. Nobody jump about it. Thank you all. Have a great night. And walk back to his seat. The crowd would have championed him because that would have been protecting her. Because if words are the danger, then words should thwart the attack. If it's physical danger, then it's physical defense. But if it's verbal, then it needs to stay verbal. If he would have done that on his way back to his seat, everybody, whoa, the crowd would have went crazy. Because that would have been the adult, mature, grown way to handle your dispute. But because of wherever he is right now, I, it's not for me to say, because of where he was at that moment, that's the way he did it. Now, a lot of people also have the conspiracy of it was staged between them two and it was fake. Hey, I can't prove it, but it's a possibility. Because again, there's another angle where Jada laughed, but we weren't shown that angle initially. We were only shown when she rolled her eyes, but that was after she actually leaned over laughing. Why was that? So we can do the conspiracy type deal too, but that's not what this one is. Um, but guys, I just appreciate you for being here. I'm sorry I'm not in the car this time. Um, I could not find my ring light. I, and I just, I need it. It's dark. <laughs> it's dark outside because it's nighttime right now. Um, so, but I want to go ahead and get this done so I can edit it. And, you know, try to provide a few different perspectives, a way of thinking that. You know, maybe you've heard, maybe you haven't. But <clears throat> we we do, as as uh, people, we have to stop ab stop advocating for emotional responses and reactions. We have to, uh, lest we get more stuff like this. Because guess what? You say things people don't like all the time. Would you want them to walk up and slap you every time? Every single time you say something that they don't like, you want them to slap you. Whether you beat them up right after or not, you could probably, you know, you may you may be really bad. You know what I'm saying? Like you might got the hands, you might you might got it on lock, you might go 15 and 0. But guess what? You got slapped 15 times, yo. <laughs> like even if you win, you still got slapped 15 times. You want to get 15 slaps to the face just off what you're saying that somebody don't like it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have to stop that. We have to. Otherwise, the world's going to continue going downwards and not upward. This country, I'm, I'm going to just talk about this. Our country and our community will continue to, to plummet instead of flourish. Emotional responses, emotional reactions, acting out of anger, trying to justify someone slapping another person because they didn't like their words. We gotta stop it. We gotta grow up. We gotta grow up. So, with that being said, guys, I appreciate you for being here. Thank you so much uh, for the likes, comments, shares on my YouTube page, uh, Taz the Angel Media. Also, there's some new media that I'm about to start working on. Um, I'll. I may have talked about it in another video. I'm, I'm not sure, but either way, I'm not going to reveal it just yet. I'm going to get a couple of pieces of content made first, so it'll be known, hey, this came from me. This was me who thought about it. It was me who started doing it. I don't want anybody else to, oh, that's a great idea. Let me go do it right now. So just know that there are different types of content coming out uh, really soon. I'm already preparing for it. Uh, we're going to we're going to get we're going to get moving. Uh, a couple years ago, and I'll say this, and this is going to be my closer for real. Um, a couple of years ago, 
uh, I was told to change the name of my YouTube page. It initially was just Taz the Angel. I was led to change it to Taz the Angel Media. But at the time, I didn't know why. Because all I was posting was my podcast. It was only one type of content. It was only one type of media. So why am I putting Taz Angel Media as if it's diverse when I'm only putting out one thing? Uh, but I listened. And I believe that the types of content that I'm about to start releasing in congruence to the podcast. Is it? Oh, wait. Okay. Let's see. Is that a mole in there? form. Nice stuff. Anyway. Um... So, uh, I believe that these next forms of content that I'm about to start releasing, that's why I was told back then, I was told to prepare for it years before, uh, and I'm glad I listened because it, it makes sense. It makes sense. But yeah, we're about to start making stuff happen, guys. So honestly, if there's some people that you want to, to be able to have a conversation of, oh, I was with him early. Y'all just snacking. If you want to be one of those people, hey, the time is now. Dig into this content now. Because once I start moving, everybody's going to think you're a bandwagoner. And if you don't want to be a bandwagon person, be like, oh, man, I was watching him when he was, you know what I'm saying, back when he had the dreads. You feel me? Like, hey, you know what I'm saying? But we, we about to start moving for real. So this is the time, y'all. This is the time. But, again, go ahead and check out my um, Taz the Angel Media YouTube page. Also, my gaming channel, Gaming with Taz, also on YouTube. Uh, check both of those out, guys. Um, like, comment, share, subscribe to them. All of that. Let, let's, let's blow up, man. Let's continue to move forward and grow this community. I appreciate you all for your donations at Cash App uh, slash uh, Test Angel. And my PayPal is PayMe. I think it's PayMe or PayPal.me or something like that. Backslash Test Angel. Um, what is it for? Slash. Slash. But anyway. I appreciate you guys. I thank you so, so much. And what are your thoughts on the things that I said? Do you disagree with certain aspects? Uh, let's have a conversation, y'all. Let's, you know, in this in this comment section, let's have a conversation about it. I'll respond. I'll address, you know, if I if I believe that your point is valid. Okay, well, that makes sense. Even if I don't agree with it, if I can, you know, if it makes sense, it makes sense. You know, I don't have to agree with you to understand you. So, you know, let's let's have a discussion and, and move forward. Use this moment to move forward together. But you all have a great day. I will talk to you all later. This is Tad, this has been Car Talk with Taz Angel. Good conversation you can ride to. And I'm out.